Hey everyone, my name is Adam Barfoot and welcome to episode 25 of the Counseling and Functional Fitness Podcast. I am a mental health therapist and I'm a coach at two different CrossFit gyms. The Counseling and Functional Fitness Podcast focuses on the integration of mental health and fitness. In this episode, I talk about lessons that I learned from running a half marathon. I talk about challenging the thoughts you have about yourself how you can change your thoughts from hurting you to helping you, and believing in your capacity for growth. I am also a mental skills coach, and I offer personal mental skills coaching, which are one-on-one video meetings with me that can help you progress toward and meet your goals. Focuses for personal mental skills coaching include, but are not limited to, positive self-talk, goal setting, lack of motivation, mental barriers, performance anxiety, and self-confidence. I offer a free 20-minute initial consultation and then paid sessions from there. If you'd like to schedule your free initial consultation for personal mental skills coaching, email me at counselingandfunctionalfitness at gmail.com or message Counseling and Functional Fitness on Facebook or Instagram. I recently ran a half marathon and there were so many lessons that I learned during the race. I had been training for it for the past four or five months and I thought I would finish a little after the three hour mark because in my training runs I would go about four miles in an hour and that's because I would walk a lot during my runs. On race day, I ended up finishing the entire 13.1 mile race in 2 hours, 34 minutes, and 13 seconds, which means I finished in over 25 minutes less than I expected that I would. Throughout the entire race, I averaged a mile pace of 11 minutes and 47 seconds, which is a faster average mile pace than I did in any of my training runs. There were only a few miles during my training runs that I ran in under 12 minutes, so I absolutely blew away my expectations on race day, and I truly surprised myself with my performance. Every 5K in the race, so every 3.1 miles that I ran, was faster than my previous one. This means that I sped up my pace as the race went on. Pacing is an important part of any functional fitness workout too. We, of course, don't want to go out max effort in the first minute of a 20-minute workout. In my experience, pacing has been one of the most difficult things to learn because it is completely subjective and dependent on the person, and it is a trial and error process of learning. One pacing strategy could work for one person, and the next person could need a completely different pacing strategy to perform at their best. So throughout the race course, there were signs at every mile mark to let us know what mile we were at. And right before the mile two mark, the medical golf cart was right behind me, and I thought that the medical golf cart was at the very back of the pack. So I thought this meant that I was literally in last place of the entire race. And so all these thoughts came along with 
me thinking that I was literally in last place. And overcoming those thoughts, that was very difficult. I felt stuck with these thoughts and stuck in these thoughts for the next two miles. And so that was about until the four mile mark. Every time those thoughts kept coming back and kept popping into my mind, I had to tell myself over and over again, I'm not here to race against anyone else. This is me versus me. This race is about doing the best that I can possibly do and challenging myself. There's a quote from David Gemmell that I read a few days before the race that I kept coming back to during those two miles. The quote says, Do not speak badly of yourself, for the warrior that is inside of you hears your words and is lessened by them. So from mile two to mile four, I chose to constantly push back against those thoughts that were dragging me down and holding me back and how hard I was being on myself that I thought I was in last place. I had to keep telling myself, so what if you're in last place? You are not here to race against anyone else. It's you versus you. After the race, when I told the people that had come to support me and cheer for me about this situation and the thoughts I was having, they told me that I was nowhere near last place at any point during the race and that there were plenty of people behind me. This is a great illustration of how sometimes we have thoughts and assumptions that are nowhere near true. We have to push back against the thoughts that are not helping us. Just because we think something does not always mean that it's true. Remember, it's you versus you. My physical training helps me know that I can overcome challenges and fight through difficulty. Fighting through difficulty and continuing on in the face of difficulty yields incredible benefits when we stay the course Keep putting one foot in front of the other, no matter how small our steps are, and never giving up. At the five mile mark, there was a long and steady hill that I had run plenty of times during my training. At the top of the hill, I would go straight to the bridge, and I knew that we would go across that bridge during the race. It was the first of two bridges that we would cross. But in the race, this long and steady hill ended up taking a different way once you get to the top, and it turned out that there was about a mile of the race path before we crossed that first bridge. This was another situation where that realization, I thought we were going right to the bridge, but there's about another mile, that was another situation that I had some really difficult thoughts with. There is a video I came across a few weeks before the race. It's a boxer in the corner of the ring during a fight in between rounds. He sits down and his coach looks him in the eye and the coach says to the boxer, we're firemen. We are firemen. The heat doesn't bother us. We live in the heat. We train in the heat. It tells us that we're ready. 
We're at home. We're where we're supposed to be. Flames don't intimidate us. What do we do? We control the flame. We move the flame where we want to. And then we extinguish them. Then the boxer says, let's go. He stands up out of his corner and he walks back into the center of the ring for the next round of the fight. It was soon after that moment at the top of the hill that I thought about this video. I told myself, this challenge is what you are here for. You are not bothered by the heat. You live in the heat. You've trained in the heat. This is the moment you've been training for. This is telling you that you are at home in this heat right here, right now. It's time to face this challenge. Don't run from it. Run to it. Sometimes we have to wrestle with our thoughts in order to change them. It's not just a one-time choice that we make to think something better of ourselves and tell ourselves better things about ourselves, but it is daily and even hourly and by the minute work that we have to do. We have to dissect what's going on in our minds and come to a conclusion where we have a better path forward. Our thoughts can hold us back and be limitations to us, or they can propel us forward and provide the encouragement that we need. But these things do not come automatically or easily for many people. I've found that many people get caught in their thoughts of putting themselves down, especially for past mistakes. It's interesting that our thought processes can keep the same story coming true over and over again. Some examples of this are, let's ask ourselves these questions. Do you see yourself in general as a failure or a success? Do you see yourself as someone who can successfully handle what happens in life? Do you believe in your capacity for growth? Or do you find yourself getting caught and stuck in thoughts that hold you back? Something about keeping the same story coming true over and over again for ourselves is, and I found this in working with my clients in therapy, is that if we have a something we see as a major mistake or something that has been very traumatic that's happened to us and we've had thoughts that, oh, well, that's my fault that that happened, we take those stories that we tell ourselves about ourselves going forward and we keep embracing those stories about ourselves over and over again because it feels safe. A lot of people get caught in saying negative and hurtful and self-limiting things to themselves because it's what they've done for such a long time. And for people like that, I've found that it's difficult and feels even awkward or very uncomfortable for those people to tell themselves positive things and helpful things. And we can even look at it as self-propelling things to themselves because they are so used to dragging themselves down and holding themselves back that it doesn't feel right to help themselves with 
the thoughts that they're having about themselves. In the mistakes that we've made and in trauma that we've experienced, there is absolutely a difference in blaming ourselves in those two areas. It's important to take responsibility where we can. If it was a mistake that we made, what responsibility can we take with us going forward to change ourselves and our behavior? If we blame ourselves for a traumatic event that has happened in our lives, what good does that do us? What purpose does that belief serve for you? if that's a thought that you have. Keeping in mind that behavior is goal-oriented, we can ask ourselves, what are we getting out of self-limiting beliefs that we have? Again, what good are those things doing to us? Our responsibility when we've experienced something very difficult or something traumatic is in how we respond in our lives going forward. Experiencing difficulty or trauma is not an excuse to be angry at everyone and everything. But keep in mind, again, the beliefs that we have about ourselves and the stories we tell ourselves, those things serve a purpose for us. We get something out of having those and telling ourselves those things over and over again. That example of being angry at everyone and everything when we've been hurt in life. That belief and that attitude toward ourselves, others, and the world around us could be something that we are trying to do to keep ourselves safe or that we are doing to try to keep ourselves safe. But we can see in that example that while we are trying to keep ourselves from being hurt again, Those beliefs limit our ability to thrive in life, to improve ourselves, and to help others. With anything and everything that happens in our lives, we have the responsibility of what we are going to do going forward. We need to take ownership of our lives and our actions. Some other questions to consider about our thoughts are, what do you tell yourself that people are thinking about you when you walk into a room? Oftentimes, if we look beneath the surface, the thoughts that we think other people have about us are actually the thoughts that we have about ourselves. Pay attention to your automatic thoughts that you have. Wrestle with your thoughts and turn them to be helpful instead of hurtful. Also, what is a story that you find yourself telling yourself that you feel caught in? How can you wrestle with those automatic thoughts in order to come to a better path forward? What thoughts do you have that hold you back from your potential? And what do you want them to be instead? Put in the effort to change your thoughts to be helpful instead of hurtful. At the eight-mile mark, meaning that there were five miles left until the finish line, that's when I really started pushing my pace. I kept telling myself, this is what you are here for. Let's go. I really, at this point, got mentally 
checked in and locked in to finish the race. Of course, I was already those things, but this is when, at the eight mile mark, this is when my perspective really shifted from being in the race to being in the race and getting near the finish line. In a half marathon, just like in any workout or at your job, if you mentally check out, it can be difficult to get back in the rhythm of what you were doing. In my therapy sessions with my clients, it's important for me to pay close attention to what is said, both verbally and non-verbally. If I check out mentally, I'll miss something. And during the half marathon, if I was to mentally check out, it would have been hard for me to check back in and continue with a strong pace. Focus is an important part of being fully present in the moment in the situation that we are in. Something that helps me stay focused in moments specifically with therapy sessions with my clients is that I will practice mindfulness during those moments when I've noticed that my thoughts have drifted off or I'm not being fully as present in the moment as I could be. And my practices of mindfulness during those moments include breathing deeply in through my nose and back out through my mouth and feeling the sensation of my breath in my body also. That brings me back to what I'm feeling physically in the moment, and that helps me stay focused on the task at hand. At mile 10, I was fully in the discomfort that comes along with doing a half marathon, and I started saying to myself out loud the things that I had been telling myself in my mind. I was saying to myself, let's go, come on and stay in it. Saying to myself, stay in it, was the most powerful lesson that I'm taking forward with me from the half marathon. As I was reflecting on the race and this specific lesson that I learned, I realized that there are so many situations that this mentality and this saying can be applied to. When you are in difficulty and a difficult experience or adversity, if you're in a difficult workout, your heart rate's super high, feel like you cannot do another rep, but there's time left in the workout or there's more work to do, you can say to yourself, stay in it. I was so proud of my efforts and my willingness to stay in the discomfort in order to finish the race in an all-out sprint. And that's how I finished. That is the, the way I finished the race. The last mile, there was a, another sign that said one mile left at, well, right after the 12-mile mark. And that was when... I just all out sprint to the finish. And by the end of the race, I was almost yelling out loud, stay in it. You're here to do this. And that's the lesson. The biggest lesson that I'm taking with me going forward is in these moments in life when the discomfort is all around us, we can tell ourselves, stay in it.
Stay in it in order to finish as strong as you possibly can and to give yourself reason to hold your head high and to be proud of yourself. We stay in discomfort in order to improve. We do not just chase discomfort for the sake of being uncomfortable, but we face discomfort voluntarily, especially in the gym, because we want the rewards from our efforts that will come our way. I knew that if I stayed in it, I would conquer the half marathon, and that is exactly what I did. Other lessons that I learned from the half marathon include prepare the best you can. Trust that your training has prepared you. Focus on your self-talk and your thoughts toward yourself before, during, and after your training. A half marathon, just like life, is difficult enough on its own, and speaking poorly of yourself will only make it more difficult. Do not automatically assume that your thoughts are always true. Believe in your capacity to go beyond the limits you create for yourself in your own mind. Give your best effort today, because tomorrow is never guaranteed. I hope that I'm able to face more physical and mental challenges like this one in the future. And I am so glad and so proud that I gave my best effort in this race. One more thing. When you face discomfort and trials and hardship, stay in it. Never give up. Trust that there is a reward on the other side of your resilience and your hard work. Thanks for listening, y'all. Stay in it. And I'll see you next time. Hey everyone, hope you enjoyed the episode. You can follow along with Counseling and Functional Fitness on Facebook and Instagram. You can contact me by emailing counselingandfunctionalfitness at gmail.com or by messaging Counseling and Functional Fitness on Facebook and Instagram. See you next time.